Enlisting the help of a real estate agent to start or grow your portfolio can be more challenging than it sounds. Real estate agents have wasted hundreds or even thousands of hours helping prospective buyers who end up either never purchasing a property or purchase with another agent at the last minute, which results in no payday for the agent who helped you in the beginning of your search. Today, we'll explore buyer broker agreements, what they are, and how they can help you enlist the best real estate agents for your search. This is Building Passive Income and Wealth Through Real Estate, where we guide you through the relentless pursuit of financial independence. I'm your host, Justin Moy, Managing Partner at Perpetual Wealth Capital, a multifamily real estate investing firm that lets everyday people invest passively in income-producing apartment buildings. So let's talk about buyer-broker agreements. Now, a buyer-broker agreement is almost like a listing agreement, but for a buyer. Now, there can be variations of the terms, but generally, it's a contract a buyer would sign with the real estate broker or agent that increases the broker's certainty that they'll get paid from you purchasing a property. Now, generally speaking, in the residential space, there will be a listing broker whose job is to sell the property and a buyer's agent whose job is to represent the buyer's interest. Now, the seller and the listing broker have a listing agreement, and let's say the compensation to the listing broker is 5% of the sales price. So if a buyer's agent is involved in the transaction, usually there's a listed co-op on the MLS. So let's say in this scenario, they're splitting that 5%, so 2.5% goes to the listing agent and 2.5% to the buyer's agent. But here's the thing. The compensation is first due to the listing broker and the buyer's agent gets paid from that listing brokerage firm. If there's no buyer agent involved, it could mean the listing agent either gets the entire 5% or more commonly, there'll be a discount. So let's say the commission might drop to 3% or 4% if there's no other agent that makes the selling brokerage split the commission. Now, since a buyer's agent gets paid from the listing agent's fee, This is how realtors can offer their services to buyers free of charge. But with that, there's risk. And as a previous real estate agent who's represented quite a few buyers, it was unfortunately more common than you'd think to spend weeks or even months working with the buyer just to find out they either went to an open house last weekend and the listing agent wrote up their contract and cut me out of the deal. And if this happens, all that time searching, touring, negotiating previous offers, emails and phone calls back and forth, all equate to no commission and no payment for the buyer's agent. So some agents will use a buyer broker agreement, which means in this scenario where a buyer's agent spends time, energy, and possibly even money to help a client find a property, and the client purchases a property without the agent present, the buyer can be on the hook for compensating that agent that they engage with in the buyer broker agreement. Now these agreements will typically have a timestamp on them. So let's say if a purchaser purchases any property in the next six months from signing the agreement, they'll owe a certain percentage of a commission to a buyer's agent with the understanding that the buyer's agent was helping them throughout that entire process. So the questions we've gotten from investors in the past is, should they sign these buyer broker agreements? This is what I think about in this scenario. If you're a fairly sophisticated buyer and don't require a buyer's agent to guide you through the process, you might be able to save some money by removing that additional commission being paid out and not having two agents in the process and just having the one listing agent. I'd caution that it's fairly rare for a buyer to be smarter than a full-time seasoned agent, but it's possible that the extra work on your end might be worth getting a better deal. Now, if you do choose to enlist a buyer's agent to help you out, 
A buyer-broker agreement will do two things. First, it'll let the agent know that you're very serious about buying a property. And not only that, there are actually some seasoned agents that won't even work with buyers unless they have some type of buyer-broker agreement because the risk of working a ton for no payout can be fairly high. So if a really seasoned and great agent has a lot of clients and they're very busy, a lot won't even take that risk. And second, it can give you the opportunity to see off-market deals because agents will be encouraged to show you the property of a potential seller even if the seller doesn't have a formal listing agreement in place or does not want to pay a commission. This also helps the, the broker solicit off-market deals by saying, hey, I have a very, very serious buyer. They're so serious. They've actually even signed a piece of paper to pay me my commission so the seller doesn't even have to pay for it, even though at the end of the day, that does come out of the purchase price anyways. But it just shows that you're serious and it gives you access to more properties that maybe don't have that formal listing agreement already signed. If you're going to sign a buyer-broker agreement, here's my suggestions on things to look out for on it. First is what's the timeline on it? Is it a few months or a whole year from when you sign the agreement? I would say it's pretty average to be between 6 and 12 months for these agreements to be in effect. Second, make sure the compensation structure is clear. Many times, as long as you bring the buyer's agent on board with the transaction, you won't be forced to pay a commission. So as long as it's a seller that has a formal listing agreement, most residential agents will have a co-op. And generally speaking, you won't have to pay a commission out of pocket. So you want to make sure this buyer responsible compensation is only in circumstances where the broker will not receive a commission from the seller or the seller's agent. Again, if it's listed with another brokerage, a reputable brokerage, it would be very, very, very rare that there's not a buyer's agent co-op included in it. If you want to learn more about real estate investing, follow my socials through the links in the show notes. And if you want to learn about being a passive investor in multifamily opportunities, head to our show notes and download our free ebook, The Definitive Guide to Building Generational Wealth and Passive Cash Flow Through Multifamily Real Estate. Again, that link's in the show notes, or you can head to thedefinitiveguidebook.com. If you found this episode valuable and you want to learn more about investing on a different topic, please send me an email and let me know what you want me to talk about in one of our next episodes. And if you enjoy the show, please give us a rating and review on the platform you're listening on. Thanks so much for spending a few minutes of your day with us. We'll see you on the next episode.